0: And welcome to today's edition of the chapter by chapter podcast for children of Dune. I am your host, Will. And I am Steve. Or perhaps I am a Steve who is millions
1: of years old. Or millions of years young. Perhaps I'm a mother. Your mother. My mother. I'm a Midnight Reverend Mother. Oh,
0: Midnight Reverend
1: Mother sounds like a, a band. I'm a Reverend Mother, I'm a Reverend Steve, and I am here to lead today's sermon. Well, you're gonna lead it, but I'm here. I am
0: here. <laughs> I'm gonna lead it. You want me to read this chapter introduction? Uh sure. Alright. Oh, and this is a good one too. This is a, a juicy. Why don't juicy we all sit back and listen to
1: some readings from the book of Willie Copernicus? I'm gonna call you that
0: now. <laughs> I'll take it. <clears throat> And he saw a vision of armor. The armor was not his own skin. It was stronger than plasteel. Nothing penetrated his armor. Not knife, or poison, or sand. Not the dust of the desert, or its desecrating heat. In his right hand, he carried the power to make the Coriolis storm. To shake the earth, and to to erode it into nothing. His eyes were fixed upon the golden path, and in his left hand, he carried the scepter of absolute mastery. And beyond the golden path, his eyes looked into eternity, which he knew to be the food of his soul and of his everlasting flesh. Higya, my brother's dream from the book of Ghanima. Higia, Higya? H- Higya? Is, that what, is that in your Higya.
1: book? I barely know ya. Higia. Hey, yeah, it's a little classic humor for everyone. Um, yeah, what does this mean? Is this, um, this is actually quite literal. Yeah, is it talking about Paul or is it talking about Leto, though?
0: Uh, do you want me to tell you?
1: Well, it's from Ghanima's book and it's called My Brother's Dream.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could probably connect I'm gonna say. There. I, I think it's Paul. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's clearly Leto. I mean, this is a very Leto-heavy chapter. This is Super. some great Leto, I gotta say. This is some of the best Leto. Yeah, this is better than Jared Leto. This is mm. better than Jay Leno.
0: Which? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> yeah. Stuckouts. <laughs> Clearly, way better than Jay Leno. <laughs> Just driving around in fancy cars. He's probably, you know, Jay Leno might turn into a worm. Why My- he's on that path? In one way or another. So, chapter fifteen, everybody. We've got uh a lot of information to to kind of go over here and like Steve said at the top there's almost like millions of years of information to kind of
1: that's what I was doing them. I was doing a little play on what happens and what unfolds here because we get this we get this great conversation where Jessica comes in hot being like I'm going to manipulate this little boy and the little boy says nay nay Grandmother. Ho-ho. I'm actually 2 million years old. 3 million, actually. I just turned 3 million. I look like a boy, but I actually just turned 4 million just it's now great, also.
0: It's a great skincare routine. In fact, they even talk about the Benny Gesserit way of agelessness. Like if you can master it, you can appear yes. ageless. for. But centuries. they're talking about
1: that in a different context, though. Because uh, yeah. Leto's body hasn't aged. Right? But that's because he's a, he's a boy. Same. And he has a great, great skincare routine. Fantastic. One of the best. But I, they do mention that Aaliyah has stopped aging and that that could be the the Bene, the Bene Gesserit trick of anti-aging. Yes. Which honestly is a lot of creams.
0: Oh, oh man. It's a subscription box. Yeah, you get that. You get it flown in <laughs> straight to your house. But uh, she... Line.
1: But then they say that, no, nay, nay, it is something far more powerful, far yes. more deceiving.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll to get father to that. Time. We, we'll get to that because there's this whole conversation that leads up to it. So you're right. Jessica and Leto are talking here. Jessica, right off the bat, like she hates the place that they're in. They're at ch Tipper, And I think she calls it something along. She just hates it. She's like, this is just brings back bad memories, which I she, think is kind of yeah. ridiculous.
1: Well, you have a, you have one bad experience, and you you never want to go back, right?
0: Yeah, but it's also this place is it should it should be connected to a better memory because everything that happened at the end of the original Dune book that's a triumph for the Atreides family, for Jessica, for Paul. Yeah, I for mean, Chaney, you know, it's like Stillgar.
1: It's like I've been to like I like I I I really enjoy going to Swiss L A. Right. And you get the chicken sauce good and you stuff. get, you can get all sort. You can get the Thanksgiving meal, or Christmas feast, right? Where the chicken and the sauce. And the last time I was there, they spilt sauce on me. The, the server spilt the sauce on me. It wasn't their fault, but you know, it was a bad experience and I, and I haven't been back. So one bad experience is all it takes.
0: All, all it takes. I guess the bad experience here then would be knowing what your son has become because Paul became a dictator whether he liked liked it or not like it that was just thrust upon him through the path he carved through the original doom book well, no
1: one has control over what their children become some That's of them true. become monsters ooh like Justin Bieber right yeah he Let's has get Bar- him. got him
0: <laughs> he has uh, Baron Harkonnen talking talking in his head oh yeah usher you mean <laughs> yeah usher <laughs> i think honestly if they
1: I think who played him in the movie? Car Alex Karkin- alexander Skardgard. Skardgard nailed it.
0: Yep, he he should play usher. He
1: did an awesome job, but I do <laughs> think that they should um, CGI usher's face over top of his <laughs> and reissue a special edition.
0: So this thing would be better. I mean, it'll hit home a little bit, a little bit more. Uh, this conversation with Jessica and Leto is great, and what comes down to is. Jessica Leto is telling Jessica there's a reason why everybody's here on Arrakis and it's because shit is about to go down. He talks about how he is choosing not to use prescience at the moment in the same way that Paul has used prescience. He's, he's purposely trying to keep himself away from that. And that was this whole conversation or the whole thing that we were having the last chapter or two with Ganema and uh, Paul uh, Ganema and Leto Discussing like should they unlock these powers? Should they take partake in the spice orgies? Uh <laughs> which honestly, if you ever get the opportunity, it's just like when's it gonna go happen it. again? Yeah. How many times or, has it happened You in know, Say la vie. Uh but if they Carpe take DM. part in it, if they take part in it, then they'll start unlocking the Parisians. and that's where things start getting really dangerous. Cause when you know things are gonna happen, then you start moving in that. Direction, so you just see every tragedy ever, and things just get boring. Yeah, and it's just anxiety. You just know things are going to happen. It's just people think it's great, but Leto makes a point here to say it's not great. It's a prison, and you're stuck in it. And Paul understands it because he unlocked that prescience. (laughs) It sounds great. It's not great. (laughs) Okay, I
1: told you I was four billion. I just turned five billion.
0: Even having all that like knowledge stuck in your head, like, and like we said, there's got to be some, some average Joe sitting around in, uh, Paul and Ganimas head from like 2003, just like watching episodes of friends. There has to be, <laughs> there you actually know? has to be, by the way. I mean, it's all there, right? It's all there. I just, Even I want to hear that guy's voice. season
1: seven. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while. The but echoes the reboots of- <laughs> are too, you get the, you know, you get the reboot and the conclusion of the story. I think he, what was that called Dexter's day out
0: every once in a while you get a you uh Leto gets an echo from a guy in 2018 watching the finale of Game of Thrones going what the fuck there's a lot of those <laughs> that's a big problem throughout time you have access to all of time yeah there's a lot of it. <laughs> There's a lot of it. So much. What the fuck? Every time it just pops in. It made Aaliyah almost go crazy. That's why Baron Harkonnen had to jump in. I to, get to it. Take control of the reins. Uh, They're all here. The Atreides are all here. We got Ghanima. We have Jessica. We have Leto. We have uh, Like Everybody's here on the planet right now. And Leto is reading the room. And he's like, the last time... All the Atreides were on one planet. Shit went down. Everyone died. And then it it leads into this, like, argument of Leto trying to convince Jessica, which I think is kind of ridiculous because the evidence is all there. I think that this
1: wasn't him trying to convince. It was more of him telling her how it is. But she was,
0: like, denying it. Because she
1: thought she started that she was, like, trying to manipulate and didn't, and then he 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 turned the tables, and she didn't want to accept the truce until he sort of didn't give her a choice, right, yeah, and she sort of doesn't she realize that he's like a reverend mother more or he less has the powers of a reverend mother, that's why I said I was a reverend mother
0: Will. yeah, yeah, yeah he he does have those powers, and you're right, she does come to this room to kind of complete this Benny Jesuit mission with leto telling her like. Okay, I know of your plan. It's not going to work. This is ridiculous. Uh, What's really the focus we should be worrying about right now is the potential attack that's going to be coming from us or coming to us. Uh, And he says we got to be. It's got to be. It's it's going to be House Carino that orchestrates this attack. Uh, Which Jessica immediately like goes like, I don't know about that. Why would House Carino attack us when they've already spent so much time to try to try to build this relationship? And it's all about seizing power. And then on top of that, you have Aaliyah being governed by Baron Harkonnen in her head that's planning to kidnap, oh, yeah. planning to kidnap Jessica, making it look like the Carinos kidnapped her and to discredit the, the power of the Carinos. Kar- Essentially what Aaliyah is doing, she's doing a little alley-oop, right? Carinos are going to come in and do all the hard work. Aaliyah is going to come in with this little ruse that will make the Carinos look really bad in the eyes of the Imperium. Slide right in there, and yeah, some and ice cream. Pick it up, take it out, boom, there you go. And it's it's but a it's lot. It's not going to work.
1: Nothing. I feel like the only plan that's going to work at this point is Leto because we are being shown Leto's capabilities here and how powerful he really is.
0: He's so powerful. And I
1: think this chapter is a great showcase of that. Of of, yeah. of of you know Jessica even starting to realize, you know, this kid. He just turned six billion.
0: Yeah. He really knows what's going on. He got, you know, every 10 minutes you add a billion. That's pretty much it.
1: And it never <laughs> that stops kid's memory.
0: You know, it's just endless episodes of, I love Lucy reruns married with children, married. with children. <laughs> I got to give uh Leto some, uh, some props for his uh, acting ability. Cause whenever he needs to make a point, like, whenever he needs to make a point stick when talking to Jessica, he just impersonates Duke Leto or Paul.
1: Well, they're, like, living inside of him or something.
0: Yeah. Part
1: of them lives on, and Jessica recognizes that in this chapter a little bit. And and I don't look, know how literal it is, but
0: I feel like it's pretty literal. I Well, and look, think of Daniel Day-Lewis, all right? No. he Lincoln is living inside of him. There's a little piece of Lincoln in him. I've heard it's still stuck in there too. It's still stuck in there. They trying to pry it out, but they can't. They can't. Austin Butler, when he did Elvis, he he oh, hasn't yeah. dropped it. He hasn't dropped it. It's just his personality now. <laughs> it's just who he is. And I can't wait to watch the new movie,
1: hearing Fade Brow that go, uh huh. <laughs> I I honestly I'm open for that new creative direction.
0: I I wish that was that was like a like a Austin Butler came in and he's like it's non negotiable. I do the accent. We don't, is like, we just we don't course. know.
1: it's very possible because it, you're right. I mean, I don't think he's given it up.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait. This leads into a point where we were talking about earlier with Leto going like, I have a very difficult choice to make. I can either follow a path very similar to Paul, where I die, I, become a martyr, and help a bunch of people. Help a bunch of people, save thousands of lives save thousands. Or
1: <laughs> I could murder them instead and live forever.
0: Yeah. Something. Yeah. More or less like I could, I can do something terrible and live for thousands and thousands of years. And his pitch is like, and would that be so bad? Huh? <laughs> Cause you know, I mean, like if it's, if it's not me, it's going to be somebody else.
1: Someone else is going to do it. <laughs> I mean, somebody and is, yeah.
0: well, I mean, you know, who do you trust? Think about yeah. it.
1: It's just, it's, it's politics. It's yeah. politics. And at the end of the day, he's going to choose to murder everyone. It's
0: going to happen. In the world of Dune, most of the time people are going to choose to murder everyone. You got to. It's just part Otherwise, of it. Otherwise someone's going to murder you. The, the civilizations are the, are built on the back of murder. dead bodies. And, and I mean, water and spice. And lots of spice. And uh, paprika, weirdly enough. hmm mm-hmm. Very useful. <laughs> Um, it was great. lots of different sandy dishes out there. Sand they, steak. They talk a little bit about Paul as well, or the preacher, and uh they were like, yeah, we I think it's I think it's Paul. We can't know for sure. I don't use my prescience. <laughs> it's gotta be Paul, right? But it's gotta be yeah, Paul. Yeah, I think it's Paul too. Which I thought it's Paul this whole time, but
1: but you know, they aren't positive, but they are they are pretty close. I mean, if uh, they had to take bets and put some spice down, what are they? What do they use for currency in, in Dune? Didn't they even talk about the currency in this? The coins?
0: What are they
1: yeah, uh, it's uh, Solaris. Solaris, yes, of course. Yeah. If you had to put a couple Solaris down, you know, they're going to go Muad'Dib all the way.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Makes me think Big of time. salamis. I'm hungry now.
0: And there's a. I've I
1: used, You know, it's like a lot of times it's like it's a bit. It's like I'm hungry now, but it, really I'm thinking, I am a little. I'm getting a little tingling for some salami. Don't some... isolate that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. don't isolate that. Oh, you or way, anyone else and use it to your own, you know, your own purposes. Is... Don't do that.
0: We're talking this about is... meats, deli meats. This chapter here also is the first chapter of the Dune series that I want to highlight for using the words orgy, train, and sausages in the same paragraph. I've got to find it. What was the second word? <laughs> train. Orgy train sausage, yeah. Can and if you use re- it in
1: succession like that in a sentence, <laughs> not not in Can that. Can you
0: use all three in a sentence, please? I'd like to buy a vial in a sentence. This is after a moment where Leto impersonates it, it impersonates, impersonates Duke Leto, and it causes uh, Jessica to tremble a little bit. And when she trembles, <laughs> Duke, Ooh, look
1: at me, I'm Oscar Isaacs.
0: <laughs> I don't know
1: the voice is, but take it up with Leto. Um, yeah.
0: Uh <laughs> so he notices this and says something along the lines, like something that Leto would say. And she asks, Do you taunt me? And this is what Leto says, Taunt you never. But I must make it clear to you how much we differ. Let me remind you of that CH orgy so long ago when the old <laughs> Reverend Mother gave you her lives and her memories. She turned she tuned herself to you and gave you that, that long train of sausages. Oh okay. <laughs> no, each Wait, Each one a person. She oh, it's gave chain you that
1: long train of sausages. It's chain, it's chain. Yeah, I bet it's chain because
0: I read train, train, train. of
1: sausages is completely different. That's what I read though. Um, orgy, but a chain of
0: sausages still very close. Each one a person though. To the same thing. Each one of those sausages is a person. Why are they called
1: sausages though? I don't know. It's a metaphor. It sounds sexual.
0: <laughs> it sounds really sexual. It was especially orgy. with it being at an orgy. Look, the sausages and the orgy, and the chain of oh, them. Hello, wife. Did you think I was dead?
1: I how about uh, how about that orgy with all the sausage? Remember that? That's basically what just happened.
0: That sounds like a delicious orgy.
1: Well, if it, that's a barbecue. Let's not call it an orgy. <laughs> if the word orgy is used, there are some implications.
0: I don't call my hangout sessions with friends anymore. Uh, like hangout sessions or just hanging out. I'm just like, I'm going to an orgy. All oh, my like parties are now orgies, food, now.
1: right? You have barbecue, you have a pizza party, we have wing pizza night, orgy, right? You have kebab Tuesday, <clears throat> kebab one,
0: kebab ka- orgy.
1: That's like, well, that's a kebab orgy. That's where you all get on one stick. <laughs> Is not kebab orgy
0: wow. a bad guy in Power Rangers? Yeah, pretty, I can see Pretty it. sure. Pretty sure. He probably looks like a kebab too. All right. Finally, with this chapter, it ends with uh saying with uh Leto saying to Jessica, You need to get kidnapped. You need to you need Aaliyah to kidnap you. I can't tell you why. I can't give you all the details yet. All right, I got a couple tricks up my sleeve, but you will be teaching a very interesting student when you get it. She duck, came
1: in a with duck. a whole plan and he just flipped it upside down. Yeah, stranger things. It, reversed right? it, and he's like, Now you're gonna you gotta go get Kitty. You gotta go look, I know. I know you weren't planning this. I had plans, too. I had plans tonight, too. But, like, you got to go get kidnapped right now. Go. Go, 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 no go. Go. go do it. No more questions. And she's <laughs> kind of like, yeah. Because after this conversation, she realizes that he's top dog. He is top dog. He's got enough dog. salamis, uh, salaris to... He hasn't even... He's got brain salaris.
0: Oh, so much salami. Brain salami. Just right up in there. Uh, I'm taking a look at the scoreboard here, Steve. Uh, as of right now, we are sitting at nine points for you, eight points for me. Uh, as from this uh, chapter, uh, we are getting no hats, no clones, no worm interactions, no hand-to-hand combat. Influenced by Benny Jesuit, that could count for Jessica because she's realizing what the plan I,
1: is. But I don't think it's a. I don't think it's an influence. It's like what is the you know, what is the use of the word influence here? Is it like um. Like you know, the is,
0: voice?
1: Is it the voice? Well, he does use the voice on her, So I guess uh, you get a point then. I do get a point.
0: I'll get a point for that. That's a point. That's a point. Going on the board. We're now tied up again. Nine-nine. Sings nine.
1: a sand shanty. I think Jessica sung a song at one point. I think no, she I she heard me. that. She was yeah. singing uh, Gangnam Style.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: what's the <laughs> What are the kids listening to, right? I don't know.
0: What's, what is on the TikToks? Not me. We aren't. We got to really utilize that. It's a whole area of content creation that we're I watch doing. my TikToks on Instagram like an adult. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> you
1: know, I know where I'm supposed to be.
0: All right. I think that's good enough for us today. This was our Friday episode, so we're sitting at a 9-9 on the scoreboard here. It's pretty little, uh, uh Sports pretty
1: snatter in there, right? We're tied up uh, tonight. Get ready for more action next week. The sports. Thank you for sticking with us through this book, The Children of Dune. Go check us out on social medias at Chapter by Chapter Podcast. Check us out on Patreon if you want. More. Check us out on Patreon if you want more content. Chapter by Chapter Podcast. Fuck, that's not it either. Patreon.com/slash Chapter by Chapter Podcast. Hope you all have yourselves a great weekend, and we will see you back here on Monday chapter 16 of the children of After-
0: Episode of The Podcast is brought to you by our executive producers, our Gouda Grandmasters, over on our Patreon account. That's right, we got Big Cheese Daddy, Nick Horn, and Hilder. Thank you guys so much. You hear this every single day. I've been recording these in bulk, so it seems weird to be thanking you guys over and over and over again, but it's deserved. All right, I could thank you guys every day, but I can't. I can only do it for like 60 days at a time. If you guys like what we do, you can support us over on the Patreon account. Head over to it. The link is in the description. Pick a tier and get a weekly bonus podcast. See you guys next week.